Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Kevin, Corey. Great, great to be uh, on, it's on with you. And uh, can't tell you how pretty this morning looks, knowing that uh, uh, a little less than a week from now we're going to be lining up. That's absolutely right, Jerry. And, and I want to steal this first question. This is our third year. You know, we've gotten to know you over time and want to let you uh, get to know uh, us just a little bit. And you talk about how beautiful of morning it is. It'll be 95, 96 degrees outside. My co-host, my co-host says that eating on a patio outside is not only overrated, but stupid. <laughs> and I wanted to know, Jerry, if you are a fan of eating on the patio or if you're like, nope, I am always eating indoors. Do you know that I don't eat where it's hot? Are you serious? Yes. I just don't I don't have appetite tight, number one. And number two, I don't like to eat and socialize or eat and talk. Okay. All right. So I, I like to sit down and eat and taste it and savor it, uh, but then move on or f- save the talking for another time or uh, so that uh, I, I'm, I'm a little uh, finicky, finicky, I guess, about eating. Uh, uh, I uh, don't like to do it when you're sweating and sweat's running down your back. Now I'll drink with you uh-huh. when it's hot <laughs> <laughs> or cold. <laughs> but seriously, uh, uh, no, I'm not a big fan of uh, uh, being out in the elements and trying to do something like eat. But uh, now it can be fun. As you know, I hunt a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and that has all kinds of uh, uh, climate conditions to it. It can be cold, hot, rainy, uh, snowing all of it and that even makes it that much more fun and so i do hunt a lot and i'm outdoor a lot and uh frankly i saw a picture the other day it was the first time i'd ever run out on the field uh with the cowboys uh relative to being out in thousand oaks it was our first practice and had a picture of me and i was as thin as a uh, a razor and uh, but anyway i remember it like yesterday better than i can yesterday and I said, man, smell that grass, because it was grass field. But uh, that is, was a sense of smell that I had done uh, seeming like all my life relative to uh, playing football as a young person. So, And I thought, man, it's just good to be back. There I was running out on the field my first practice. It's just good to be back where you can smell that grass. Fantastic answer to that. I feel very vindicated now as well. But <laughs> I, I, I know that you're not in the business of making these days any big, bold, Super Bowl-esque proclamations. But now's the time of the year where media is putting out record predictions and all this and that. When you talk to the Cowboys fans and you look at this season, do you look at this team and say, this is a team that we feel like should be able to make the playoffs? Well, I see without. Uh, getting into the the, the real technical uh, any facts behind what I say, but I feel the team that I thought we were going to have last year, and of course that was before Dak's injury. Uh, that was uh, uh, euphoria for me uh, over having Mike as our coach, uh, not necessarily appreciative of what lack of our practice, uh, COVID, all of that, how it was going to impact the actual team, and certainly not anticipating the injuries, uh, and certainly not uh, anticipating the breakdown that we had in defense. uh, defense. But this year, 
with what we've addressed. And boy, did we go at it. I'm, I'm sure you'll give us that. We'll see how the results are. But man, did we change it up. And you change something up about as good as you can change it up and correct it up uh, what we lost when we lost Dak and what we hope we've uh, got back is our protection and our front line on offense. And uh, we've even uh, now got, a, I think, a much better uh, uh, a, a, a number 88 is just uh, better. He's stronger. He's better. And he certainly is the skill that we thought we were getting when we uh, uh, drafted Lamb. So uh, all of those things uh, give me the same feeling I had last year. We're going to be a good team. Well, in in that respect, with the offense and defense, what what are your expectations? I know hopes would put would be like, hey, number one offense, number one defense. But for the offense and for the defense, do you expect this offense to be top five, top three? top 10? Like, what would you expect this offense to be in the defensive side? You really do need, on really both sides of the ball, uh, you need a big play uh, to happen. We, we call it, uh, on offense, we call it plays over 20 yards. Uh, you've given up a big play if it's over 20 yards. Uh, but we need big plays on both sides of the ball. I think we've got the schemes. Maybe uh, we have the availability, that's injury, and uh, certainly think we've got the talent to create some big plays on both sides of the ball. And uh, that's turnovers usually on defense, but uh, that can be a, a, a good field position stop. So having said all of that, uh, I think we have improved across the board, both sides of the ball, our big play opportunities. When it comes to the offense, because we've been discussing this off-air quite a bit, do you view this Cowboys offense as young? I know at the skill position, there's a lot of younger players, but do you view the offense as young? And when do players get old in the NFL? No, I don't view us as young. Uh, I view us as experienced. And um, uh, uh, I view us, uh, the verdict is out, whether or not we're experienced and available. Again, uh, what's our ability to mitigate uh, any of uh, injuries and the degree of them. But I view us as a mature offense. Uh, I think we've got uh, continuity in our coordination. I think we've got continuity in our offensive line. Uh, I think uh, uh, we've got a Super Bowl winning coach that really is uh, certainly aware of everything we need to do offensively. Uh, I think we've uh, also got uh, uh, coaches that have had their ups and downs, and uh, they've been in the they've been hit in the foxhole and lived to tell about it. And I'm talking about across the board, but I really am over on offense. I like the makeup of our coaches. Uh, they're uh, they haven't lost any stinger. They're very uh, uh, aggressively uh, uh, excitable. They're passionate. Uh, man, they're in, the, they're in their best parts of their career. Moore's young. Moore, our coordinator's young, but uh, the rest of them are right there. They're where they should be to really do a great job of, uh, of adjusting as well as implementing a good game plan. I like where we are in our coaching staff. Jerry Jones joining us here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. And we were discussing this a few minutes ago. One of your rookie defensive tackles, Osa Odigizua, said, about Tom Brady, his weakness is that he's not very mobile. And then made a couple other comments about how he's a little older and not too mobile. And if you get him off his spot, his passer rating goes down. Now, 
Jerry, you've seen some of the greatest athletes in the NFL play their game, and you know how they act mentally as well. Knowing Tom the way you do, if he saw that, would he take something like that? Because like Michael Jordan was one of those guys that said, hey, it's a small bit bit of information. It doesn't matter. It's the game within the game within the game. Do you think Tom Brady is that competitive? Would that result in a turnover? Uh Uh-huh. Brady's part, or would that result on a big play? Mm. Take something like that and try to uh, use it for his own motivation as well as to the team uh, if he sees it. And uh, But uh, uh, I don't think that impacts the game. When you bought the Cowboys, did you have a list of media folks that <laughs> gave you bulletin board material to make this team better? Well, uh, did I have people that cooperated with in other words, that would uh, I could set up or that uh, worked with to do that? No, no, uh, I did not. Uh, what got me on those uh, on that print was my own mouth. <laughs> and sometimes good, and sometimes bad. Impromptu. <laughs> uh, the uh, did you so Cam Newton is not part of the Dallas Cowboys. Cam Newton's still out there, and the Cowboys they pick up Will Greer. And I'm kind of curious if. If you picked up the phone and called over to Bill Belichick and said, hey, hey, what are your thoughts on this guy? Did you have a conversation with him about that guy as a potential backup for you? You know, uh, most people in the NFL that uh, are even uh, that are in the personnel area, uh, I think have Cam Newton uh, evaluated and uh, his pluses and his minus. You know, Norv Turner did a great job. Norv Turner did a great job. uh, with uh, when he was coordinator there with uh, Cam Newton, so I think he's uh, he's no secret uh, as to what he does and does well. And of course, uh, uh, he was uh, uh, basically uh, able to be evaluated if you want to look at it for playing games and results and all of that as an evaluation. Uh, and so, uh, uh, what you're seeing with him, he's available. Uh, as best I can tell, he's available. Uh, that's always got the big if. If you can get it, make the right kind of deal, he's available. Uh, but the point is that uh, uh, in this particular case, now that's another thing with uh, Will Greer, or uh, it's another thing with some of the guys that don't have the the, the uh, uh, play time or or uh, haven't been as readily uh, have, haven't had as much experience, but. Uh, Cam Newton is not playing because uh, everybody's evaluated it and uh, uh, they're making a decision. He may be on a roster, though, as I'm speaking. Uh, but uh, we were uh, very, very easy to evaluate Cam. Now, I, I, I always love getting your perspective on outside NFL issues since I know you're focused on the Cowboys, but there's a lot of other things going on in the league. And in Buffalo, I know they're working on trying to get a new stadium deal. Do you view Buffalo or do you view all the NFL markets as teams that you want to stay in that city? Or are there certain cities that you're like, they cannot lose their football team? Well, I, uh, it's unique. It's just as Green Bay is unique relative to uh, size, location, um, uh, uh, you know, um, I'll never forget their owner. Uh, I was like 24, excuse me, I was about 28, and the owner of the Buffalo Bills was downstairs in my office in Oklahoma City, and uh, he was a founder uh, of the uh, AFL, and and, uh, there he was, the owner. And, of course, at that time, my dream, I woke up having 
of uh, fantasies of somehow being involved in the NFL at that time, the AFL. And I'd go sit around in lobbies when they'd have meetings just by chance to get to say hello to him and meet him. And so, uh, boy, the owner was downstairs, and he had his daughter with him, and he was looking at oil deals and looking at investing in oil deals in Oklahoma City. And so, boy, I went down to meet him, and you would have thought that I was meeting, for me, Elvis Presley. Mm. So the bottom line is uh, uh, Buffalo has a special place. All those AFL teams have a special place, uh, just as Green Bay does. And so, uh, uh, to, to me, my wish would be to uh, uh, they work something out and stay there. It's easy if you look, step back and say, well, uh, there are other areas that have more of this that it seems uh, you would want if you were what? Uh, if you would want if you own the team. Well, the uh, Pagulas are very, uh, very deeply involved in Buffalo. And there are great uh, people and great story in this country. Uh, the Pagulas himself are as almost as big a story as the Bills, and uh, how they have done what she has done. She's so involved. Kim is so involved, and there she was, literally, uh, literally at a period of time in her life. She's an orphan and on the streets and uh, in a part of the world that most of us will never can never even think about. Well, there she is, there, beautiful woman, and so involved uh, in uh, competitiveness and, and wants Buffalo to be something special. So they have, uh, between uh, her, Kim, and Terry, uh, they have as fine an ownership situation uh, for Buffalo or any city. And uh, to me, they can expand and continue to get the interest they get from that great city, Toronto, that's 80 miles across the lake. And uh, really have a great franchise, Jerry. We are less less than a week away, and I know you know training camp gets you excited, and I know you're you're excited as we as you move forward. Each week's fun, but you're about to play the Super Bowl champions. Does that have any extra juice for you uh, as you get closer to this week? And when does the 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 peak of excitement go for you? From the minute I saw it, our chance to go play them, our chance to uh, go play them, not come here, go play them, to go right where. David uh, slew the giant, and uh, to go right there and open our season up away from home and the foreign country and to step down there and uh, have the Cowboys go in there and get a chance to uh, show good and come out with a victory, what an opportunity. And that's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Unquestionably, we're underdogs. Unquestionably, they're the reigning world champ, first game they've played since winning it. Uh, they bring back, I think, uh, uh, and I can't go, of course, this is a moving thing, but they bring back, uh, as most starters of any team in the NFL, world champions, what if we could go in there and win? It'd be great. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans love hearing that answer, and that's getting them hyped up. We also, last thing I got for you, we also talk with Steven every week, and I believe, is it possible there's a wedding going on this weekend before the season <laughs> yes, starts? It is, and- uh, my beautiful granddaughter, Jordan, is having a wedding, uh, her wedding this weekend, and not a wedding, her wedding. And uh, so uh, we're all excited about that. She's marrying a wonderful man. And and uh, the bottom line is that uh, uh, I just have to pinch myself to think that that little 
uh, Jordan, who uh, uh, can picture dearly uh, jumping up and down on beds all over my house and bunking parties. And You know, we have a tradition that all of uh, uh, my grandchildren spend the night with us on uh, the night before Christmas Eve. So I get to uh, be a part of a Santa Claus type thing. And so they'd come over here and all stay, and we'd all stay in the rooms and bunk up and just have the best time. And uh, that never goes away. I don't care if they're uh, walking down the aisle. They they grow up pretty fast, though, don't they? Well, and uh, they're wonderful. By, by the way, uh, you guys are still puppies. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really are. I'm not going to let the old man in. And y'all, uh, y'all uh, uh, do like puppies do, and that is have a bright attitude. And world's ahead of you. Well, thank you very much. We love talking with you every Friday. Have a blast at the wedding this weekend, and then have a blast Thursday night whipping those Tampa Bay Bucks. You bet, guys. It's great to be on with you.